Welcome to Christchurch, Winchester's Holy Week podcast 2021 on the famous last works of Jesus. My name is Craig Philbrook and today is Tuesday of Holy Week. Matthew chapter 21 verses 12 to 17. Jesus at the temple. Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of, the se- of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did and heard the children shouting in the temple area, Hosanna to the son of David. They were indignant. Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked him. Yes, replied Jesus. Have you never read? From the lips of children and infants, you have ordained praise. And he left them and went out of the city to Bethany, where he spent the night. Jesus' arrival in Jerusalem is one of action, and now we hear of him causing trouble. Within a few days of this incident in the temple, Jesus will be betrayed, rejected, falsely accused, beaten and mocked, tried, tortured and executed. But now Jesus, this troublemaker, gains maximum attention as he steps up and speaks out against corruption. Jesus is serving notice on the current Jewish practice of how they worship God, and in doing so, this shows those around him that he acts with God's own authority as the Messiah. Jesus finds himself standing in the temple, a place that was still under construction. Around him, hundreds gathered in the bustling temple courts. He knew that for every Jew, this most important place in Jerusalem was the temple. Jesus also knew that it was this place where Israel's union with God was tirelessly acted out day and night. As the Jewish king, this was a very special place for Jesus. As he looked around, a beautiful smile appears on his face. There's nothing more beautiful than watching his people meeting with their God. But reform is needed. People need to see that Jesus comes as Lord of the temple, so he must now purify it. Standing in the court of the Gentiles, Jesus explores these courtyards which wrap themselves around the huge temple complex. As he wanders, he sees many market traders selling their animals, which were needed for temple sacrifice. As he makes eye contact, Jesus does not reject the trader. After all, they were sanctioned by the priestly authorities. No, Jesus rejects the exploitation that he sees happening around him. Something which perhaps found its way into the very system of sacrificial worship itself. What Jesus sees around him may have had its scriptural origins, but in practice, it had developed into a system that was now no longer fit for purpose. 
In fact, Jesus said that he was one greater than the temple. It's in Jesus that heaven and earth, God and humanity have become one. Only in Jesus as the Messiah and the rescuer of the world, such a statement could be made without hypocrisy. This point was not lost on the authorities watching nearby, and such disfavour is not against the temple as such, but against those who have corrupted it. Jesus' rage is against the barriers to worship, and this includes the lack of inclusion for the outcasts and the foreigners. Time for reform was now. Standing in the court of the Gentiles, Jesus declares that my house shall be called a house of prayer from Isaiah 56 verse 7. And such a house is concerned with worship, not commerce or other things. And it's concerned for all nations and all people. This is why he decided to overturn the official system and undo King David's decree. King David had said that the blind and the lame are to be excluded from the temple, but not Jesus. Jesus, the son of David, welcomes and heals them in the temple. Old rituals give way to new relationships with God. In Jesus' righteous anger, he does not turn away, turn aside or turn inside. He sees us. It's Passover week in Jerusalem and Jesus knows he is to face the cross. And as he freely heads there, he does so whilst offering forgiveness to those without status, the blind and the lame. You see, when we behold him, he beholds us. This is because God is not out to get you, but to bless you. Jesus knew that temples were biblical things, but here, In the turn on the tables, he reminds us that God isn't interested in ritual unless it is accompanied with the right attitude. You see, your Zoom room, your bedroom, your living room, your kitchen can all be as holy as Christchurch on a Sunday. Because you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. You are a human temple now. So, how do we get the right attitude? We have to let the Holy Spirit do its work. After Jesus' death, resurrection and ascension, we all got given a parting gift. The gift of the Holy Spirit which transforms us to be more like him each and every day. We live in these in-between ages. The kingdom is now but not yet. Each of us have battles to beat. But the kingdom advances nonetheless. Jesus turned the tables so that we would have the right attitude when we come to worship the King of Kings. As human temples, we are invited to reclaim our original calling, to rule the world together in partnership with God. This Easter in lockdown, wherever you are, however you come, invite the Holy Spirit to do its work again in you. And never forget, you are a human temple of God's love. Each day, welcome Jesus and let him purify you. God is pleased with you. He really is. And he's ready to spend more time with you whenever you are ready. Holy Jesus, you turned the tables and established yourself as king. 
Help me to meet you today. Show me whether my hands are clean and my heart is pure. Thank you that through your blood I can be made holy. Forgive me, cleanse me and fill me again with your spirit. Amen.